0: Jesus is going to encourage us how to be ready, encourage us to have faith in Him coming. Let's acknowledge Him. Jesus, we thank you. We praise you so much. We, we just adore you for helping us to see that we're not ready and for being so concerned that you're actually waiting for us to be ready to be your bride, without spot or wrinkle. We worship you, Jesus. And he is, he he is so adamant in letting us know that we think we're ready, but we're not. And he's so kind about it. And today he wanted to um, remind us of this um, teaching, this parable. And it's in Luke 18, starting verse 1. One day Jesus taught the apostles to keep praying and never stop or lose hope. He shared with them this illustration. In a certain town there was a judge, a thick-skinned, godless man who had no fear of others' opinions. And in the same town there was a poor widow who kept pleading with a judge, Grant me justice and protection from my oppressor. He ignored her pleas for quite some time, but she kept asking. Eventually he said... This widow keeps annoying me and demanding her rights, and I'm tired of listening to her. Even though I'm not a religious man and I don't care about the opinions of others, I will get her off my back by answering her claims for justice, and I will rule in her favor. Then she'll leave me alone. Jesus continued, Did you hear what the godless judge said, that he would answer her persistent request? Don't you know that God, the true judge, will grant justice to all his chosen ones who cry out to him night and day? He will pour out His Spirit upon them. He will not delay to answer you and give you what you ask for. God will, God will give swift justice to those who don't give up. So be ever praying, ever expecting in the same way as a widow. Even so, when the Son of Man comes, will He find this kind of undying faith on the earth? And what Jesus was saying to me today is that, are we, do we have that much faith? like he said, that he's coming? Will he find faith on the earth when he gets here? Are we expecting him? Or have we given up? Have we given up hope? Have have we just blended back in, went backwards to our old life because it doesn't seem like he's coming? It doesn't seem like he's there, like he's answering that prayer. And I, I want to just teach you from my experience. When, when you're asking Jesus for something, it's not that he's not answering or he's ignoring you. It, it's that the reason he says to keep praying and keep asking is because he has a word for you to get to that place where you can receive. And because his ways are higher than our ways, he, he's so much um, smarter than we are. It just takes, it takes him a while to get through to us. Like, such an easy illustration. If you're asking him for something and you have unforgiveness in your heart, you're going to hear him, if you're listening, if you take heed to his voice, you're, you're going to hear that correction or whatever correction he needs to give you before that prayer can be answered. And in Peter, um, we read that the Lord does not delay. He's not tardy or slow about what he promises, according to some people's conception of slowness. But he's long-suffering, extraordinarily patient toward us, desiring that not any should perish but that all should return to repentance and the day the Lord will come like a thief and then the heavens of the earth will vanish away and the thunderous crash and the material elements of the universe will be dissolved with fire in the earth and the works upon it will be burned up. So he's waiting for us. That's revelation knowledge we need. He's not here yet because he's waiting for us to expect him to be ready and we're not. We've given up hope. We're, we're not seeking to do his will. We don't believe what he said. We're not persistent in following after him. And that's why he's saying, What's going to happen when I come? What's it going to be like? I read this um, when I Googled it and I, I thought it was good. And the Gospel of Luke, Christ asks a certain question. He said, however, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? As if Christ is predicting that faith in God will have won so badly to have departed from mankind. And it is, it is so like that. We answer our own prayers. We make our own things happen. We, we don't depend on God anymore. Because, really, because we fail to hear. We, we fail to have faith. we're persistent, um, he would show you, as I was saying, the thing that's in the way of that prayer being answered. So Jesus is not here yet because we're not ready, because it's not the will of the Father that even one should perish. We're not doing his work. We're not doing the thing that he said. We're not getting ready for him. He said, you're going to do what I was doing if you believe. If we believe that he was coming, we'd get up every day and our agenda wouldn't be our own. We'd be saying, what do you want me to do? Where do you want me to go? How can I be ready? Who do you want me to tell? What do you want me to do for you, Jesus? You'd get up every day saying, Okay, I know you're coming, and and I want to help prepare the way for your return. What's my part? Examine yourself. Are you getting up every day and just living as though he's not coming? Are are you even like dragging yourself out out of bed in the morning because things just aren't the way you thought they would be. The reason that he's not here, the reason that um, you're dragging yourself out of bed in the morning, the reason that things aren't the way you thought they would be, or what you thought you heard him say, is because you haven't taken that direction. You didn't do that thing that he told you to do, to make that happen. And that all revolves around why things are the way they are, because we're not paying attention. We're not doing what he said. When, when he tells you something that's going to happen, you have to have faith for that to happen by following his directions. And uh, most time, those directions seem so hard that you just put them off. You push them off because it just seems too hard. It doesn't seem possible to just do this, and that will happen. But it's true. If you do this, what he tells you to do, then you have faith that it'll it'll happen. If you're not doing that thing he's telling you to do, then you don't have faith that it's going to happen. We have to be, as he said, the widow, the woman was, persistent in asking. Persistent. We have to be persistent. Okay, God, you told me that I should do this. That I'm going to be this person. That you're giving me this job, and it's not happening. Why isn't it happening? Because I told you to do this to make it happen, and you're not doing it. See, that's why He's saying to keep asking it and keep being persistent. Because we miss that still small directive. By missing that directive. 're gonna we're gonna faint. we're gonna give up hope because that directive, that thing that he's telling you to do is what's gonna make that happen. As it's what's going to make the thing that um, he called you to be to not be, to not happen. When we have faith, we say and we believe what we said and then it happens. So, if God called you to be a great musician for him, then you have to find out that first directive. and that might just be saying it. I'm a musician. You might not have a guitar. I have a guitar. I have the money to get a guitar. Give and it'll be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Those are all faith actions. Those are all the things that you need to do to make that dream that he put on the inside of you come to pass. Whatever he tells you to do, and you do it, that's your faith. But if you don't do it, if you just sit there and said, well, I I guess I missed it because it didn't happen. No, you didn't do what he told you to do. He made light be. He said light. He intended. He expected it. If you expect that dream that he put on the inside of you to come to pass, if you're preparing the way for him, you're going to do the thing that he told you to do. And yeah, it's going to seem hard. It's going to seem out there. You're going to be persecuted. You're going to be rejected. But the thing that he's asking you to do is going to be the most wonderful thing ever. And you're going to have faith. You're going to have had faith. You're going to have had done faith. And he's going to be pleased with you. But as as it seems, he's leery that he's going to find any faith on the earth. What are we doing? Living by what we see, what we feel? Living religious? He said there's few on the narrow path. And he's encouraging us to get on that path. The time is short. Not everyone who calls me Lord is going to enter into the kingdom of heaven, but the, those who do the will of the Father. So those who are having faith in what the Father said. Whatever he called you to do is a directive. His principles our directives, and your your faith action to do them is what pleases him and what will bring it to pass. And so he's saying, the way things are, you're not persistent. You've, you've given up hope. You're not even living as though I'm coming. I saw a title on my computer that I, I wrote a couple months ago. A teaching, in fact. Which said, we're living as if he's not even coming. And the reason he isn't here yet is because he's waiting for us to get ready. And we're not. We don't have faith that he's coming. We don't have faith that we can move mountains. We don't have faith of the dream that he put in our heart. will I find faith and I get here? Will I find anyone who had faith and was persistent and believing what I told you? Will that happen? That's what he's asking you today. That's what I encourage you, to get up every day and remind yourself Jesus is coming. It could be tomorrow, it could be in an hour, and I'm going to start getting ready. I'm going to start getting out spots and wrinkles out of my dress. I'm going to let him recreate me and his likeness. I'm going to do everything he tells me to do. Because one thing he tells you to do leads to the next and next and next and next. You might not see the whole picture right away. Or he might give you a glimpse. But there are going to be directives along the way that are going to bring that to pass. And as you do them, that's going to make that... That thing happened. that's, That's going to be you believing he's coming, being a part of his life, preparing the way for him, rather than sitting around and saying, well, I guess it's not going to happen. Well, I guess it wasn't him. And all kinds of excuses that come with faithlessness. Jesus cursed the fig tree. And the disciples freaked out that it withered the roots up. He said, if you have constant faith, whatever you say will happen if you believe what you say. And he said, you can tell a mountain to move from here to there. Nothing will be impossible for you. And if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them or it won't work. What you say will happen. Um, It actually is reminding me of last week um, or the week before, I don't know, the sickness tried to come on me and I said, I'm healed. By the time I wake up tomorrow, this will be gone. And I forgot I said that. And actually for a couple of days, I didn't say anything. I just put up with it. And the night before, when I said that the next morning, he said, what you said happened. And I realized that pain was gone. It left me because I said it. That's what Jesus is asking us to do, to prove his will is good and perfect. To say it, to be like him, let there be light. And light was, he expected the light to be. I expected the pain to be gone. And. Actually, a couple days later, I had a different pain. And I said, be gone in Jesus' name. And that took three days. And then the pain was gone. My God meets my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And he does. He meets your needs. And it's when you let go of your plan. And you just believe and expect. Like he said, this woman expected something to happen. He said, we're not expecting. We're not even expecting him to come. And that, that that's pro- the proof is that we're not getting ready. We're not preparing the way for him. What did John do? He went around saying he prepared the way for Jesus. That was his life. What are we doing? Just living life as if he's not coming. Just as in the day of Noah, eating and drinking, getting married, as if nothing's even happening. Can't even see in the spirit realm because we're not paying attention. And Jesus will say to you today, I'm coming. And you need to get ready. Your life should be like Noah's, getting up every day and building that ark, getting ready for Jesus. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for this warning, for telling us what's about to happen. We love you so much for caring so very much. You said that you're knocking on the door of our heart, and if we would answer that door, answer that knock that you would come and live on the inside of us answer that knock by heeding your voice and so we humble ourselves before you and we humble and, and and we commit to do whatever you tell us to do to be a part of your life and help prepare the way for you we commit to have faith in the fact that you're coming and live our life that way help us teach us we love you and praise you give you all the glory so that's all i have for you today thanks so much for listening god bless you